The following programming has been made possible in part by the generous support of BITS, Blind Information Technology Specialists. In affiliate of the American Council of the Blind, BITS provides career development for computer professionals. For over 50 years, BITS has been on the forefront of industry, promoting and advocating on information access and technology that improves the quality of life for people who are blind and visually impaired. Learn more about BITS programs and how to become a member by visiting their website at www.bits-acb.org. Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Yay! Here we are. Another ACB Radio Roundtable. Yes, indeed. Around and around we go. Thanks, Jeff, for streaming. And... um, Thanks, Tyson, for hosting, and Rick for setting up the webinar, and everybody just for being here, Jeff and and Jason, and yeah, and good to be here, and everybody listening. Thank you. Oh wow! So now that we have Clubhouse, and we know that everyone isn't able to get there, and we're hoping that it does. Well, we're going to be working on getting there with Zoom um, pretty soon, and we know that there are people doing it and but we know that it's also going to come out for android has anybody heard any more about that jeff do you know any more about android yet unofficially there is an app if you can find it we're not going to publicize it publicize it because it's not official but there is one in the google play store with a different spelling and we're not going to spell it for you if you find it then that's on you (laughs) but it's not an official app and could be pulled the api could be changed such that it wouldn't work and they're saying four to six weeks was the last I heard. Yeah, that's kind of what I heard. And we talked about this on Main Menu Live about many platforms um, that are opening up and Twitter spaces. And so it's got us talking and thinking, and we're looking at a lot of different things and realizing that we think it would be good to start having more of a conversation about What makes for a good community call, what makes for a podcast, and what makes for a radio show? Because we're starting to cut back on some of what we're streaming, and some things will go to podcast, and some things maybe not. And so we're having to look at everything that we're doing and make some decisions at times to get uh, more quality in what we're doing and keep the quality strong. So we thought that it would be a good discussion today to talk about some of the, some of the attributes of what make good uh, community calls, podcasts, and radio. Um, one of the things that I think of is that some people are excellent at community calls, but may not, those programs may not all go on radio or podcast, but equally, some of our radio people don't always make good community call hosts. So, it doesn't make one better than the other. It's just a whole slew of talents and and kinds of things that we wanted to get into today. Anybody yes. Um, I know when I sometimes get onto a community call and I hear someone presenting and there are varying levels of organization that people have when it comes to presenting. And sometimes I feel like, wow, a good presentation with a Q and a makes a great community call. Yeah. Q and a makes a good community call and some come in with an idea of one thing to talk about, but you know, do you remember the commercial for, um, I think it's Nestle's Miniatures, and the kids start saying, I want, um, I want Hershey's, or not Hershey's, I want just chocolate. I think it's Hershey's or mini, what Nestle's. It's the all those little miniatures, and I want Mr. Good, and I want Crunch, and I want, and the mother just says, I've got that. I'm prepared to meet many different needs. And I'm thinking of the good teacher that's always got extra plans in their plan book or in their, in their mental back pocket of what to do on any given day. And some of you 
come in sometimes with one thing you're going to talk about. I've done this. I've gone in to teach and one thing to talk about, and I've talked about it for, and it, nobody had really many questions after a few minutes. I'm like, uh-oh, now what do I do? <laughs> and I've heard some people go, oh my gosh, now who's, we may have to end early. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. not always prepared. So, a Q&A is always a good thing. We had yeah. those at National, right, Jeff? Those Q&As you added? And they were very successful. Or, yeah, I remember those too. Yeah. yeah. People were very happy with that. And so so and s- can I was thinking on the on the flip side when there is a community call that is social in nature where people are just getting together to talk there are times when that makes a great community call as well but may not be so great for an archive or streaming on the radio and i don't i don't want to start blending things maybe we should stay on the community call aspect but um but i know people get a lot out of the socialization as well yeah and maybe more from being there and maybe depending on if there's some presentation you know somebody there that's telling or some jokes or stories are going around the room to get input from different people. But a lot of times the social ones are just great for being there. Um, But I know we found a lot of things that, you know, sometimes it's sound quality. That was one of the first things that people, when we were editing, started to notice that sometimes certainly we know that phone call kind of phone to um, landline phone doesn't sound as good, but that doesn't mean it doesn't make a good community call. It might make an absolutely excellent community call. I heard somebody, a frequent person who's on community calls last night, being a very active part at its playtime. And she was very much involved on one of the teams and having a great time. And um, so, phone, we know, is very popular, and and it doesn't mean that there's no place for that on community calls, but it may not always be good for podcast or radio. Um, Right. So, we're talking a little bit about community calls, and one of the things that I think I've seen some beautiful community call hosts that give so much nurturing, so much, almost, I want to say, almost like hand-holding, lots of support, lots of opportunity for somebody to feel, you know, there's that phrase, make me feel important. I've heard of that going on a t-shirt, make me feel important. And some of our hosts are absolutely lovely at helping everyone on your call feel important. And not every streamer or broadcast or podcast person, not every person who does radio is is always good at that. You know, that's an art in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Um, there was somebody the other night that was talking about wanting to, I think, having been a camp counselor or wanting to do more of that and work with children. And I listened to them and I said, oh, you would be so good at that. Because those are beautiful skills. There's a there's an art to that that is absolutely important. That's why there are so many calls, community calls in a week. Somebody start to say something. And we also know that we're looking at our our podcasts and we're getting more of them and we're spending a lot of time with editing and what it takes to upload them and and we're looking a lot at our structure for how to do that and um, some of our calls we've been talking with Cindy some of them that we have streamed we're probably going to make available on podcast and on the community channel which we still are putting calls up to. Um, And then some of them um, may go to podcast and some of them may go on to mainstream. So we're working on bringing more things over to mainstream. That's a job, isn't it, Rick? (laughs) 
man. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> Trying to get that mainstream schedule updated. Wow, that is a uh, reworked and, oh, you know. I mean, what it all comes down to, I think, at the end of the day is we've got tons of things going on, tons of content, lots of good information in various places. And, and the real, and, and Clubhouse needs to be part of this equation, too. So then the question becomes, what's the best uh channel for any of those individual things to 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 take advantage of and and i think the basic premise behind what debbie's saying is not all media channels suit suit you know all types of content so it's matching the content type to the right media channel and um and and a lot of that is is art form um you know there, there isn't a particular science to it uh, necessarily, but um, Debbie hit on some some of the important things that you know that certainly get get considered. So, I you know just a couple a couple of thoughts you know that I have. I'll just throw them out there. I mean, community calls um, are um, you know they well club. Let's talk clubhouse for a minute. Clubhouse is very spontaneous. Right. I mean, it just it, it, it's things that happen. What we um, classically over time, what we've used ACB radio for is uh, informational content that we replay several times. Um, and um, yeah, I mean, I think that's kind of like two opposite ends of the spectrum. Right. You know, the the stuff that that's totally spontaneous, although there's a lot of stuff that's totally spontaneous that that is very inform is very informative and stuff. So 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 therein is the dilemma. So um, I, I thought I had a clever way to wrap it up and i don't but <laughs> okay. uh, I, I i think you guys you know i i think you know what i'm trying to say um <laughs> with all that quiet i guess not well you know i mean i feel the same way it's kind of like ah we know that we're introducing change and we know that some of that uh we don't want anybody to feel stepped on it's an ongoing work in progress and and we also want everybody to get used to the idea that there are many choices and we don't want anybody to feel excluded, but it may be that not everything is available at every moment for everyone in every medium. So, so some things may be available on ACB radio, some things may be available, some podcasts may be available through other channels, not always on ACB radio. Some things may be on ACB radio only and not out there as podcasts and not always community calls. And some things may be in Clubhouse and not always through our other channels. And we want to do as much as we can to make everything available everywhere. And at the same time, we're learning a lot about discernment and and having so much material that we have to look at um, how to how to have quality, how to get all of our editing done, how to get everything uploaded, how to have enough people to do it all, and how to make sure that that everyone that you all get the quality that that is deserved and that is even asked for in as we raise the bar to bring even better quality which we really want to do because we we want everyone to have better quality and we also want more people that find us to find wow listen to the look listen to the professional job that is being done across ACB media wow there's a lot of really cool high level professional material that's being put out there that's what we want to have and so it it means that we're kind of working on how we decide and and if you come and say well we really want to do a show well we, we might ask more questions we might work and we want to work with you probably differently than we have in the past because we're learning even more of what it takes 
to for you to have the support that you need to do it and for us to have it um, in the in the way that it needs to be for that kind of quality. I'm hoping what I'm saying makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, one thing we know for sure is that the volume of stuff is going to continue to grow. I mean, we see community calls can continuing to grow and, um, uh, you know, there, there's reorganizations happening in ACB, lots of stuff happening. The community is really engaged a lot of people. We've got convention coming up. So there's just going to be so much information, um, uh, you know, it, it's really um, going to be very important that, that stuff gets targeted to the right channel to the, so that it can reach the right people. That's easy to say. It's not as easy yeah, to figure not, out, yeah. not as easy to, how easy to figure out how to do it. Deborah Armstrong's had her hand up. Um, I, yeah, I've, I've seen that. I was waiting for a natural break where I could ask if you were ready questions yeah yeah deborah usually uh not usually always has some very uh good feedback very very great stuff to add so Mm -hmm. are you there deborah plus if she brings a golden retriever then you know i'm even more intrigued hey miss deborah all right deborah you can unmute Hello. Hello, hello. <laughs> oh, wait, can you hear me now? Yes, yes we, yes, we oh, can. Sorry, I pushed mute too soon. I always am doing that. Oh, it's okay. Um, I was going to say I have three golden retrievers, which is not relevant at all, but it fit to five seconds ago. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I had two things. You know, I just finished teaching a beginning and a, an advanced Zoom class for the pre-convention pre-convention session for CCB. And I was thinking a lot as I was listening to other community calls, how much I like it when someone who's teaching has taken the time to prepare notes and think about organization. And some people are just so excellent at it. For example, I really love the advocacy update because you can tell they took notes, they knew what interview questions they were going to ask. They're very organized, the, the two people who do advocacy update. And sometimes you listen to a community call that's going to teach you something, but the the presenter is so disorganized. You can tell they're not working from notes. They're, if they're teaching a computer class, they're sort of tabbing around and going, um, okay, here's the preferences button. Um, okay. I just press space bar. And you're like, where are they? What are they doing? So I'd really like to encourage people if they want to be podcasted to plan ahead, make sure you know the task you're teaching and take notes and uh, I forgot my second thing, so I'm going back on mute. Oh, but that's wonderful. Thank you. Yes, mm-hmm. that would help so much. Sometimes we see titles and we're going there and we're streaming or we get somebody to stream and we go there and there's not a lot of delivery or it's like, well, I'm not really organized. And, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. a little 10 minutes in, they're like, well, nobody has any questions. You're hoping that people are going to have a lot of questions. And sometimes people will. And if it's just open chit chat, you know, open, let's just talk about anything. Well, that's okay. But that might not, that might not make a good podcast either, especially if everyone's unmuted. Um, but Still, yeah, organization, if you really want it to go to podcast or you really want it to be, if you want it to get to ACB Radio Mainstream or ACB Radio Live event, yeah, more organization, really, that's very good. Thank you. (laughs) Who else has something to share? See, we didn't plan enough. No, I'm only kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, that, uh, you know, I, I, I was going to say we kind of resemble that remark. Don't yeah. We? <laughs> <laughs> well, sort of, except yeah. that I think we we really do, you know, and, and also um, if you're going to want to, if you're going to want to get out there, you might want to test your equipment beforehand and make sure you have good sound quality. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely because, record yourself. 
Yeah, record and listen. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Um, so we have another hand up, and it, I'm good. willing to bet, based on the number, that it's our, our good, loyal listener and friend, Phil Jones. All right. Uh-huh. Hey, Phil, rock and share. Matt, Phil. Well, good afternoon, and good. I should say good day, I guess, because we're <laughs> since uh, we're around uh, the world, but um, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, this is a really great discussion, and I can go along with uh, those of you who say that uh, probably the social calls that are done are, are very wonderful, and they're for that purpose for, to socialize and to have a good time, and it really uh, <clears throat> not necessarily for for broadcast, but. Anything dealing with a specific topic where there's really some information to share, then certainly uh, broadcasting is the way to go, as well as podcasting. I I'm, you know, find more and more that uh, I may be doing something else when there's a radio broadcast and I'm not able to hear that broadcast at that time. And with a podcast, uh, it certainly makes a big difference. I'm, <clears throat> and I think that that's, way to go too and debbie you mentioned several times about good sound quality and you know we're talking about something that's all audio here but it's much more important is to make absolutely certain that it is good audio and that's that is uh just just so vitally important for for everybody really but um as you know many in our uh, the ACB radio listening audience uh, do have hearing loss, and that that audio quality, good audio quality, becomes even more important. And you know, I, you there is so much work involved in this. I know, but you folks are doing it, and I, I just commend you over and over and over again. ACB radio has just proven itself so many times to be top quality with all the work that you folks do. Thank you so much. Thank you, Phil. And Phil, by the way, your uh, your post yesterday on ACB conversation, I thought were outstanding. Yes. Thank, thank you for those. Yeah, it was very good. Well, certainly. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing about, you know, initially when we, when we started streaming community calls, I had some some people that were questioning my sanity. Um, of course, they probably questioned that a long time before and since, but um, uh, saying, Debbie, you know, why are we streaming this? The sound quality is not very good. And I would say, well, it's because it's community and it's grassroots. Well, why are we streaming all these? And I would say, well, because at that point in time, ACB radio had come off of a point for a while where it really wasn't doing as much and it wasn't growing. And and I would always talk about that it was going to be growing, but it wasn't always growing. So once we came into these roles, it was first Jason and I, and but it's still Jason, Jeff, but Rick doing so much technical work. And we have so many more on our production team, Larry and John and Tyson and and others. And Still, people would say, but why are we streaming all these, especially if some of them are lacking in sound quality? And I'd say, because I want ACB radio to be everywhere. And I'm sort of the guilty one of that. I do want ACB radio to be everywhere. I want everybody to be able to find it in any way at all, whether it's by phone or through an Amazon device or through the website or through our ACB Link app on iOS or Android, I want everybody to find ACB Radio, and I want ACB Radio to be bringing tons of really good and strong content. So that was sort of the hook for me, and it still is a hook for me, except that now our workload, there are so many, I mean, I streamed four calls yesterday myself. There are, I don't know how many a week that ACB radio is doing. And then when I look at how many Cindy's working with, holy cow, I don't know. That's just a huge, huge amount on in endeavor that Cindy's doing and, and other people working with Cindy. 
Um, but I began and we started having conversations about, well, yeah, okay, so it's grassroots and that's true, but we also need to think about professionalism, especially as we get out there even more with social media and greater visibility. We don't want it to just be ACB like a little uh, some who will talk like, oh, maybe just a little bit of a click here or there, and people will come into rooms and and sometimes talking all kinds of, uh, oh, I remember you, I knew you back in sixth grade, or you know, or oh, what did you know? I don't know. How's the weather? And what did you have for dinner? And all kinds of small talk and you know, hey, okay. Um, but if we want to think about what makes for a professional quality, maybe we need to just think about that a little bit more as we're, as we're developing all of us across the board. And, and ACB Media, wow, ACB Media Network. We're not just ACB Radio anymore. We're ACB Media Network. That brings so many more things to all of us for us to be doing and for for you all to have choices, all of us to have choices with listening. So, um. Well, and you were talking about sound quality too. And I have to say as a whole, I think that has gotten a whole lot better. I know there are still uh, moments when, you know, there's a caller coming in maybe over some kind of Bluetooth or phone um, apparatus that does not um, sound all that great, but I, I think people have gotten used to the things they need to do in order to sound better than they might otherwise have. And it has I, gotten better. Yeah, and I, I think that's good, but it's still important to keep in mind, and that's why in some of our editing of the archives of those calls, we try to enhance the audio so that things are leveled and that those who maybe had a quieter sound are on equal footing with those who were louder to begin with. So hopefully that helps in the archives. And obviously, um, if you, I think most everybody knows now, but there are still cases where this comes up. And I mean, I, I have little things where I, I make mistakes. I think I'm muted and whoops, I'm not. Um, <laughs> oh man, Rick and I have jokes about that. And, and I've, I've had some interesting blunders. Uh, but we're on a lot of calls too, where there's a TV on and, and you may think, well, I'm real close to my mic, but if you have a TV on, even in the next room, it might be picking it up. So, you know, just a thought about, how to, I mean, I come in where I am when I stream or broadcast and I close a door at each end of this room and I try to minimize some of the other, any other background sound. And I have the music that I have on most of the time when I'm not on a stream, I turn it off so that, you know, you're not getting that too. And it's just things like that to think of. Um, when you're, you know, when you're getting ready, even for a good community call that you know you hope that it goes into the community podcast, or some of you have another podcast that you're making, like we're bringing the the um, crafting uh, group podcast to ACB Radio, and I have not listened to any of them yet to know how much background noise there is, but. You know, just to have a really good audio quality is going to be important if you know you want it to be a podcast with us. And some have talked about wanting your own separate, that you don't even want it to be ACB Radio's or ACB's podcast. Well, then you're going to do your own editing. But if you want that good quality, then, um, you know, something to think about um, how you put that together, how you organize it and the sound quality of how you deliver it. But I think that's part of what you're, you're kind of getting at is if we're going to put the ACB brand on it, mm -hmm. it, it ha that has to represent something, you know, it has, it, there has to be a certain standard, um, you know, we want it to sound like it's, it's professionally done to the, to the extent that is possible. You know, we don't want to sound like it's a, you know, a couple of people in their, in their basement and over, you know, tin cans <laughs> with wires between it. 
Yeah, they, and there's another interesting dynamic. You know, we saw it happen with the ACB conversation list yesterday. Was it yesterday? I guess so. Yeah, the day before. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, where people just got overloaded with, you know, all this information. And, um, uh, I mean, that's a real thing. And we got to be careful that we don't do the same thing with podcasts. Okay, we're, we're, you know, if, if you're subscribed to a podcast and, and all of a sudden we dump, you know, you, there are 30 dumped in one day, let's say, mm-hmm. um, that, that, you know, uh, may just overwhelm certain people. So, so I mean, that's another one of the reasons why just, you know, having content with, with you know, more value is 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 the objective. I mean, um, unless unless you're Jeff and you're subscribed to like 770 yeah. <laughs> podcasts, you know. yeah, that's true. Yeah, but I don't well, think he tries to listen in one day, right? He's the only guy I know that can be <laughs> uh, doing like five devices at one time. So, um, and Clubhouse. And Clubhouse on top of that. And Clubhouse. Like, that's right. meeting and oh, just wait, just wait. I, I, I can see him already being an early adopter of Twitter spaces. Yep. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> the other thing that we've we, been... We do have two other hands up, so okay. as soon as you finish your thoughts. I'll just make this quick. The other point we're noticing is that in doing live shows, there's a risk that sometimes doing live content we're we're noticing that we need to put out policies and we've we used to do it more with our music broadcasters and we need to put out more policies to our our um, people who present on our streams and i'm sure there'll be more for facilitators Uh, at least i would imagine that will be the case we know that we need to put out things about how our shows need to be uh how would i put that in terms of not uh you we're not selling we're not here to we can talk about something we found that we're excited about but we're not here to be selling um we're not advertising we're not um we're not doing that and so we're changing how we're delivering our affiliate uh we're changing that instead of ads to sponsorships so that there's information about the affiliate, but it's done in a different way. So it's not an ad. That was something we needed to really change. And um, we also know that there's a risk sometimes with what goes out on open mic that is not pre-recorded because sometimes there are things that have gone out that either need to not go out because of copyrights or not need to not go out because of the information in them or the way it's delivered. And so that may also mean that some things are going to be pre-recorded first and not always streamed live, but maybe still available as a podcast, depending on the quality of it and if it really fits uh, within our guidelines, because we're also changing and making sure that things relate to ACB. If you see on the conversation list, it's about it's about things related to blindness and ACB. So I think that's probably going to be kind of across our our ACB media network. So if anybody wants to respond to that or other hands, sure. Okay. Well, Deborah has joined us again. Good. Well, I remembered my second thing, which is actually a wish list for ACB Radio. I know you can't always implement every wish list item we have, but if we don't bring it up, you don't know we want it. Um, So when I do talks, and I've done a lot of these voice chat talks, some of them have been community calls, some of them have been from my local CCB, I usually prepare a handout. And the reason I do that is because I want people to have a written list of steps, like I did learning foreign languages with your screen reader. And I put in a lot of steps for how to access language packs in Windows and, you know, how to configure your screen reader to best work when you're learning a foreign language. And the problem is when I do a community call, I have 
no way of distributing that handout. So my wish list is that you would have some sort of files area where if someone has a public domain file that they want to post that's related to their community call, like their recipe list or whatever, that instead of having to go through the hassle of trying to give out your email address, you could just put it in this this, uh, file sharing area and everyone would have access to it. So that's my wish list and I'm back on mute. I think one thing that could happen with that, like the recipe file is a compilation that comes about after the call and Sheila sends it to her list. I'm not sure how it gets to others who were on that call, but one thing that we could probably do is put things like that into a Dropbox or something and we could have a link that would go out. Like if you missed if you missed recipes from last week or you want the actual recipes from last week, here's a link and go and download it. I think that would be one way. And we could encourage people who are presenting something in a, in a community call, although a lot of times people are kind of feeling their way and going by the group, uh, going with the needs of the group. But if somebody is going to present it might be you know nice to say well why don't you think of bringing a handout and and or in that handout could even go into Cindy's thing that day if you want to come to the community call and here's the handout click or if you want it after the call and you didn't get it then here it is if it's made after the fact and i'm thinking this is a perfect example i i bet rick you're about to say the same thing um this is a perfect opportunity for us to utilize the files feature in groups.io because all of our lists have this function and it would be a way independent of dropbox that people could access uh related files uh for a community event uh would just require that somebody put the file up in that area um Rhonda, that's where you were going, Rick. Well, not exactly, but I'm glad you I'm glad you brought that up, actually. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, as long as you brought up the groups.io topic, there are two areas of groups.io we're going to be looking at. One's calendar, the other one's files. So hmm. stay tuned for, for more, more about that stuff. But what, what I was going to say to what Deborah said is there's two aspects of, of, of what needs to happen, right? One place you got to, you got to host the content somewhere, right? And the other thing is dis- distribute it. Um, the um, on the distribution side, one of the things we, you know, you can take advantage of right away, uh, right now, is if whatever you're doing is being podcasted, you can work with us to make sure that links to whatever content it is you want to get distributed get put gets placed in the show notes. You know, it's kind of like when you watch a YouTube video and they say, I'm going to include the link to this in the, you know, down on the notes of, of the YouTube video. Mm-hmm. Um, we can do it, you know, the same type of thing um, uh, with, um, you know, with podcasts. Um, and, uh, yeah, setting up, yeah, yeah, we'll have to look at different options for repositories um, of, of where we host the data groups that I owe may may well be a, a, a good option too. And, and, you know, groups.io by its very nature is a distribution, you know, it's a communication and distribution uh, mechanism. That's what it's there for. So, so it, it's a wish list, but item, but it's not all that far off. You know, I, I think there's some stuff we can, we can do with that, Deborah. Thank you for bringing that up. Thank you. I think it also depends on if it starts as a community call and not everything does. I mean, I used to think that everything started as a radio show and then went to podcast. Nope. Some things start as podcasts and then they become radio shows. Some things start as podcast and then they turn into a community call and vice versa. But I think it also depends on how that starts, where the information does it come out of the community call? Is it there before? Is it, you know, is it generated and then made available for the podcast or after? It just depends on how that's put together. But I like it. All right. We have Melissa. All right. Melissa. Hey. Okay. You should be able to unmute. Hi there, Tyson. Thank you, sir. You're quite welcome. All right. Uh, this is Melissa from Berrien, Washington, and 
I just want to say that, uh, and in fact, this is this is so funny that you're mentioning some of these things because I just got done hosting a call and it was on ACB radio community before this one. So, um, <laughs> what? But what I was going to say is, is that I have had the great honor of getting to host many of these community calls since February, um, just before my birthday. And, you know, we have to be professional with ourselves as well as all you broadcasters. And, you know, that's just a wonderful thing. And I think that's great that ACB Radio kind of has the same attitude um, around that. And, um, but my, my one question... Um, and I hope that I ha- I'm not asking something that has not, or that's been answered already, but I came in late. Um, how do you guys know which um, community calls will be as a podcast and which ones will not, what channel they'll be on, you know, those kinds of things? How, does, how do you guys determine that? Well, I think it's hoped that we eventually come up with something that's you know maybe more in writing about it i think it's more of a of a of a a sound a need a quality uh the first choice we go through is what is going to be streamed on what stream like a lot of times if it's uh just if there's one thing being streamed in a given hour it will often default to community unless it's one that we've slated to come to mainstream um or if it's a big event we might know we might put it on live if we know it's real important um we might put it on live which we're sort of thinking of as the second sort of the second mainstream second you know second in line <laughs> and so we we decide that then if we have two or three then we're going to go to live event as the second one from community and special event. Now that's, and sometimes we have had three things on at once on a given evening, evening. Yes. <laughs> and then depending on, um, you know, some of them may already be um, like advocacy update is a podcast. Sometimes we'll be streaming something and Clark will say, Debbie, can we put that in the advocacy update podcast? And I'll say, sure. So we'll do that. Um, sometimes, it's something that we might, uh, the thing on Verizon the other day, uh, we said would go into the events podcast. Uh, and then um, there are other things that we know are more social and they're not going to go to podcast. They're not going to ever, they're not going to be streamed. And then there are other things that we know like um the uh, well, main menu live, main menu live, main menu, our oldest running show on ACB Radio Mainstream. That Jeff Bishop <laughs> was around. Uh, and Jeff, I don't know if you were around in the very beginning when Jonathan was there, but but wow, and I had a good chance to catch up with Jonathan Mosen the other day. So that we know is going to be is is a podcast has been a podcast for many years so some of the things we just know we're going to put in the community podcast but we're looking at what should go in it and and we're going to be having more conversations about that i'm sure and and more thinking about that and and melissa i have heard you host and i love your hosting and um, thank you, darling. You can, you can come and host for me anytime. <laughs> well, it was interesting. I was just doing the NVDA call, and that was, I believe, if, if I'm not mistaken, that was the first one that I've actually hosted where it's it was streamed. Um, mm-hmm. And I wasn't nervous. That was the, I kind of thought I was going to be too nervous, but I wasn't. Um, and Debbie, you're doing a fine job with that yourself, darling. <laughs> but, but you know, and my mom told me, and then I'm going to mute, but my mom told me, she said, you know, I'm glad that you're learning these things because you never know where it will take you through life right. and you never know what kind of jobs you're going to get mm-hmm. or things of that nature. And my number one goal, career goal is to become a radio broadcaster. So, well, you know, this is so- great practice. Yeah, and you wanted to talk about doing something for CAFE, so we'll have to get together and talk. I know you want to do it. Yes, ma'am. Well, happy Easter, everybody. <laughs> yeah, you too. Thanks, Thank Melissa. You. you too. And Melissa is my favorite song from the Almond Brothers. But 
Oh. Now I'm dating. Now I'm dating myself, huh? I like it by Mindy Simmons. The cool. I don't know if I've heard it by yeah. the Brothers. No, cool. no, that's a great song. I know Jeff knows it. <laughs> yeah, cool. Okay, no one else has their hand up thoughts? right now. Are you gonna? Did anybody else have any thoughts? Well, we haven't really talked about uh, as much what makes us or helps us determine what is not a community call or what what makes a community call a podcast you know viable for a podcast or, or things like that we haven't gotten into maybe that what part makes of the mix. It, what makes a community call not um, yeah or or what makes it um good for good and good for being a podcast okay great uh, and i was thinking some of those that are presentations that are well organized make great archives because the information is there there's a lot of it and people want to be able to hear it again absolutely or if they missed it they can certainly catch it yeah i mean and you know it's also good to think about what is it you look for or what is it that drives your interest in listening listening sometimes people mm -hmm. want background sound they want to my mother used to love the tv on so she would feel less alone so sometimes you might just love the banter i mean man i love the banter of it's playtime or to go into clubhouse for phil for fellow pillow talk man if i can talk um and then at other times i might if i know i'm going to something that's called how to do such and such how to use your instant pot or something i want that information if i go there then so making sure that if you call it something that you're going to be able to deliver what it is you've called it and it right, isn't right. just chit chat but it's really got like deborah was saying some some information and so that you come out of it going wow did i learn a lot from that mm -hmm. it, you know it, we've never really uh analyzed this stuff quite this the way that i'm going to talk about but if we look at all the podcasts you know for community um there uh any given podcast uh the you know may have a totally different listening pattern one podcast would may have a totally different listening pattern than, than another um uh, in terms of how fast people pick it up how many people are listening to it we even know the geographic uh, dispersion of the stuff that 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 we, we don't ever look at but um and and you know th that's somewhat that can be a barometer of 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 stuff that we're already doing and and we get some sense of 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 of, of what's going really well um I, you know, I don't know if we ever want to get to the point of maybe providing some of this information back to the, to the content, the people that are actually creating the content. Um, um, you know, I don't want to create more work I for know. myself, but 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 some of that data does exist, and and if if you're there, I mean, if you're out there as as a content provider or content creator, and are interested in terms of how's my stuff doing, um, uh, you know, we wouldn't mind looking some of that stuff up for, for you. We're going to be uh, over time migrating onto a new broadcast platform called Live 365. Uh, we're already on it on CAFE. And that's going to give us the ability to have more statistics um, on, on a show-by-show -show basis. So we'll be able to, you know, to, uh, to see, you know, what's drawing listeners and what's not. And, and uh, it, it, it's, you know, it, it, I mean, part of the, the dynamic here, too, that we've got to be a little bit careful of is there's so much stuff going on that, you know, the fact that one thing may only have 15 people listening to it isn't necessarily a bad thing. It may have been up against four other things. Mm -hmm. right. And, and um, you know, anybody that tries to program against karaoke's and deep <laughs> doo-doo, and it's so funny because... <laughs> Uh, let's talk sports with Dan Spoon and Eric Bridges go up right against karaoke, right? And and you know, and I'm the guy on Zoom on that. And karaoke starts at what nine o'clock, guys? Yep. 
So, so let's talk sports goes from eight to 10 typically. And you can see at nine o'clock, all of a sudden our numbers go, bloop. you know, people are just jumping out to go to karaoke, but, but, uh, but, but the data is, is, is information um, that we should be uh, mining and, and doing more with, I think. So we keep trying to get Dan and Eric to sing, you know, cause I mean, I don't know, but <laughs> If you get him to sing and draw more people, get him to stay. Yeah, I, bet, I bet you we could get Tyler to sing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I told Eric, and I, you know, I, I don't think he's going to do it, but I said, you know, he's, he's always telling Eric stories on this show. So I said, let's, let's uh, you know, get him on. Let's pre-record a segment with him and have him come in as one of our callers. Um, he's telling Tyler stories. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. And what did I say? Some Tyson Eric, or something? He said. Well, no, Eric is telling Tyler stories. Tyler stories, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I know he should get in there. So, so, <laughs> so, so that, yeah, so that'd be kind of fun. Yeah, it would be. And Anybody else, Tyson? No, nothing, nothing so yeah. far. I saw Monica's in the audience. I, I know, today. I saw that too. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, Monica, how are you? Yeah, and and, and thank you for everybody that's listening. Um, yeah. you, you know, one of the interesting things that happened over the last couple of weeks is our uh, uh, Alexa skills went down. And um, you'd have thought the world ended. You probably just yeah, but but anyway. <laughs> You know, I mean, it was bad and that it was down, but it was so, in, in, you know, uplifting to see how many people this is important to, to have that thing up and running, right? Mm-hmm. right. Uh, I, I've never seen that type of reaction, um, uh, you know, for anything in terms of, you no, know, I- you know the, this whole clamor of when, when you're going to get it back and stuff. So, so. Mm-hmm. So we, we hope, uh, you know, as we start keep improving our infrastructure, that, that the likelihood of that kind of stuff is going to happen less and less. But, but it was just neat because, um, you know, that told us a lot about the fact that there are more people out there listening than I think we realize a lot of times, too. Is there, is there a way we can measure those metrics of, of the, like, who's tuned in through, through the through their echo device or you know versus versus the the stream versus uh you know like yeah we're, we're gonna get better at it and uh I, i've got to talk to jeff about you know the alexa side because i think you know he's had access to some numbers from amazon in the past yeah because i'm curious if if when you say you know we have we have x amount of people listening to the stream if that's including those that go through Mm-hmm. That are filtered it through that Amazon. Yeah, it does. Um, it mm-hmm. does. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, the five one eight number. I and, think. and I think that's that's a that's also a cautionary thing too. Is as we become more complacent about listening to things through 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 a, a secondary device, and we don't become interactive, which is what the community calls are basically kind of geared towards is that interactivity, um, especially the ones that are streamed. Um, that. You know, you see, you see that that attendance list inside the Zoom, and, and if you're trying to run something that's based upon interaction, and those numbers are dropping because they're more listening to it as opposed to coming in and interacting, that that drops the ability to have people, um, you know, to 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 do that as well. Like if we were to be in here and it was just it was just the five of us and there was like three people in the audience, the interaction level is going to be very very low. As opposed to as opposed to higher because people are listening and going, oh, well, they don't have very many people in the, you know, in there asking questions. I think one of the things that I I think we are really appreciating both from Clubhouse and from convention, all the conventions, and from um, the conversation list is how hungry and the community calls, how hungry people are to be involved, to have a chance to respond, to have a chance to interact. And that's what makes, if you're wondering, how does a community call get on the list? It's if it's going to be interactive. Because sometimes we streamed something the other day and somebody said, well, why wasn't it out there? Well, it was out there differently. It wasn't a community call per se, but it was still posted. So there are different reasons of as to what makes it on each list and why that happens. But yeah, we know people are very hungry and wanting, and that's a that's exciting. 
I think we're going to see that even more with convention, you know, lots of ways to, for people. Uh, I wasn't watching the time. We're in our last five minutes. And I want to say a huge thank you. If any of you listening to the streams have noticed new music and, and things that are not on there and voices of some of the people that used to be on there saying things that are out of date Rick has done a huge exemplary job. I cannot, I mean, I've been trying to get, I used to say, Jason, can't we get this off? Jeff, can't we get this stuff off? Not yet, not yet, not yet. But Rick has made that happen. And that is a huge step forward. So many thanks yeah. and it's on all of our streams. Thank you, Rick. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you, Debbie. Yeah. Appreciate that. Absolutely. But thank Jason too, because he's the guy that showed me how to do it. <laughs> well, many thanks always to Jason for all that he's, uh, Jason, I mean, was able to untangle and oh, learn all this, and Jeff uh, together doing a fair amount of it as well. And Jeff, with as many things as Jeff has going on, all the things that Jeff continues to do with streaming and showing up, and Jeff hasn't even said hardly a word today. I know, because he's busy in Clubhouse. <laughs> I guarantee I am not really true. And, and, and listening to two other podcasts. Right must be, he, he no, must no, be, I'm he, here. He and out be, for a walk. <laughs> he must be doing Dice World or something. No, 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 I'm here. Yeah. Mm. Well, do you have any words of wisdom and thoughts? And yes, keep your eggs safe. Keep your eggs safe. Yes, because it's it's uh, Easter Bunny time. It yeah. is. Right, it so just keep so your eggs on us, right? safe. Right, I'll have to collect the eggs from the hens tonight before We're it gets We're not yoking around. <laughs> That's right. No shell shocking around here. Mm. And we're sorry for any time that any of us have, have felt scrambled lately because there's way too much going on at times. <laughs> Sometimes you're scrambled and beaten. Or hard-boiled. Fried. Oh, mm -hmm. man. Oh, hard-boiled. Yeah. Fried, oh man, yeah. <laughs> Have to be careful of the poachers. Oh man, <laughs> and some people are doubled. Oh yeah, that's a kind of remark. cool though. I I don't mind that. I think a little devilment of the deviled, deviled fun, good devil is all right. A little bit of chaos is always good. A little bit of chaos. <laughs> I think custard is pretty awesome too, though. Oh yeah, custard custard's great with. with oh yeah. Uh, Caramel sauce, yum. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I kind of had to go there into the dessert side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, just know that even though we're making decisions or as we're making decisions, your feedback is a part of it. And we want you and we want your talent and we're happy to have you listening. And, and our change is a good sign. It means we're growing. So yes. thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Th thanks, everybody. We uh, we feel very supported and uh, and we appreciate that very, very much. Thank you. We sure do. Yeah. So, well, thank you, Jeff, for streaming and um, yeah. Tyson for hosting. And gosh, we still got two minutes. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> and I have to say, uh, it's one of these examples where we had a lesser number of people on the call but mm -hmm. pretty high numbers on the, yeah. on the listener side. Yeah. Um, I've seen it the other way around where you get lots of people in the Zoom call and few people on the stream because they're all on the call. And then as soon as they say what they say, they will disconnect from the call and re 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 revert to the radio for um, listening. Yeah, the last three days I've been making a text file for Rick, and I'm seeing higher numbers on the stream on several um, the last few days. So that's kind of interesting. I know I've typically seen it the way you've seen it. Mm -hmm. So kind of interesting. It's kind yeah. of like a restaurant business. You never know how it's going to mm -hmm. be. Well, well I, 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 some I think. Want, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, some people want dine-in, some people want takeout. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, when you go through Alexa deprivation for a few days. <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh, you keep setting them all off, you know. Then, then, then <laughs> you you just can't stop doing it after that, you know. Mm -hmm. yeah, we just keep so, saying that word. Alexa. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for those okay. of us with headphones on, we're good. Ooh. Right. <laughs> it's, good. <laughs> it's good that I just have a 
have a a, a home pod mini <laughs> <laughs> okay cool on that happy note oh, no. remember the old furbies all the furbies used to talk to each other you guys remember those times did you have them no i i, I yeah, I, I didn't have them. I know people that did, but I, I want to get all my echoes talking to each other. That'd be kind of cool. That would. Yeah. What if yeah. they talk back to each other? I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I remember when the Furbies had to be taken out of the Pentagon because they were recording and talking about military secrets. There's the cuckoo clock right on time. <laughs> See you later, everybody. All right. Thanks, everyone. Have, have a, a wonderful good, Easter, everybody. Yeah, have a good Easter. Happy Thanks. Easter. All right. Thank you.